Welcome to the Organized Holistically podcast, where I help you get your business and personal life organized. I'm your host, Dana L'Oreal Morales, and I can't wait to share this episode with you. All right, guys. So today we are talking all about compound processes, what they are, how you can avoid them and what you should do instead. Now, this uh, particular topic today is actually a holistic topic, meaning that it can apply to your business, to your home, to your personal life. Uh, compound processes and processes in general are things that can be applied all over the place. So um, although my my scenario today is going to be focused in on a home process, uh, just know that this is unilateral, right? It can can, um, go all across the board. So was unilateral really the right word? I don't know, but we're just going to go with it, okay? All right, so the scenario that I'm gonna give you today is one where I am, let's say that I am cleaning my living room or I'm straightening up the house downstairs. I have a two-story home and I'm downstairs cleaning up the living room. And because my home is open floor plan, um, if one room is a mess, like they all look a mess, right? And so let's say that I'm cleaning that area those areas and I am having to pick up or I'm, I'm noticing that my daughter has, as usual, left her stuff all over the house. Now, if you have kids, you know that is, I think it's like a rule that they leave their stuff all over the house. Like wherever their body is, they're going to leave something, right? It's almost like they're marking their territory. Like I want them to know that I was here. And so that's typical. And that's what happens with my daughter. If she goes in my office, she's going to leave a cup or she's going to leave, you know, a piece of paper or a pen or something she was using. Uh, If you go in the living room, you're going to see her hair ties. You're going to see socks. You're going to see shoes. You may see a little bit of anything and everything. So let's say that I'm cleaning the downstairs area and I keep finding her stuff. Well, to combat. Now, last week we talked about the squirrel effect, right? And so what has happened in the past, and I'm backtracking just a little bit, but what has happened in the past is that I would see her stuff. I would go around, I'd collect all her stuff, and then I'd go upstairs to deliver her stuff. That was when she was smaller. I would, you know, do that. And then I'd get upstairs and I would get distracted by her messy room or the messy bathroom or something upstairs would catch my attention and I would stop and start doing that. That's part of the squirrel effect. You, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, jump back, listen to that, and then come back here. Okay. So to not deal with the squirrel effect or to combat the squirrel effect, what I started doing is I would place her items on the stairs or either in a basket or on the actual stairs or in, you know, let's just say a basket or on the stairs. And so I trained my daughter that when she sees something sitting on the stairs, that she is to take it upstairs. Like, don't waste that trip. See it on the stairs. That's a clue that when you're going up the stairs, the stuff goes with you, right? Same with my husband. If you see something on the stairs, unless it belongs to our daughter, take it upstairs and just sit it in the hallway upstairs because you are wasting a trip if you don't, right? Don't waste the trip. That's the, that is the, the key for the day, okay? So... Um, then once it gets upstairs, the rule is you need to put it where it belongs. 
So what I find happens specifically if you are new to organizing, if you aren't familiar with the problem of compound processes is that you would say, okay, I'm tired of taking this stuff upstairs. So the new rule of the house is if I sit it on the stairs, you're going to take it upstairs and you're going to put it where it belongs. In reality, that's what you want to happen. That is the, that is what is supposed to happen. However, that is a compound process. Step number one of the process is when you see things in the environment that don't belong, it goes either where it belongs or to its temporary home, right? That's the role of cleaning up when I'm downstairs. So if it goes upstairs, the rule is that it sits beside the stairs, on the stairs, or in the basket on the stairs. Like we have three different kind of scenarios there, right? That's the rule, period. That's step number one. Step number two of the process is if when you go upstairs, you take whatever needs to go upstairs and you place it either where it belongs or in the hall so that it can then be placed where it belongs. So the second step is to get it up the stairs. That's the second step of the process. The third step of the process is to put it where it belongs, okay? So moms, right? Because I'm talking about homes. Okay, so moms, we want step one, two, and three just done. Like it's just done. That's part of the process. The problem is, is those are three separate processes that could be done by three different people. Theoretically, we wanted one or two people, right? But reality is it could be one, two, or three people. So don't focus on the items as a compound task or as one task. Focus on them as three separate tasks. The first phase of the task is to get things on the stairs that belong that are supposed to go upstairs. Let's say that let's say we are, we're only dealing with one person. It's me. I'm cleaning up the house. I'm taking anything that's downstairs and I put them on the stairs. Then once I finish doing everything downstairs, it's time to tackle upstairs. Well, guess what? Now, when I'm going from downstairs to upstairs, I'm taking the stuff that belongs upstairs with me when I go. Well, what happens if it's too much stuff on the stairs to take in one trip? I take more than one trip, <laughs> right? So I'm taking them up there. I'm putting them in the rooms that they belong in. I'm coming back down. I'm getting the rest of the stuff. I'm taking it and putting it in the rooms that they go. That's step two. Because, and, and the reason why I want you to hyper-focus in on this is what happens if you get like, what happens if you get pulled away? What happens if you run out of time? You want to finish a task each, you want to get something to a point of completion. So that compound task is not necessarily something that you may be able to finish all in one day or all in one sitting. Remember, you have blocks of time when you can accomplish something. So if you're trying to work this into an hour, let's get task one done, which is to get the downstairs clean. And maybe you can do that in an hour. Maybe you can't. I don't really know. But let's focus on getting that one task done. So number one, if we have to go and do something else for a period of time and come back, we can do that and we still have completed our task. Or B, we get it to a point of completion, right? Be that half done or not. It's it's getting closer to where it needs to be, which is to the point of completion, okay? So by getting it to, you know, sitting on the stairs, it may, in your mind, you may be like, but that's not done. It still looks a mess down here. No, it doesn't. You have stuff sitting on the stairs that need to go upstairs. 
So the next step, let's say you get interrupted. Let's say you're cleaning up downstairs, you get that done, but you just didn't get the stuff taken upstairs. Okay, well, and you got to go pick up the kids. Let's pretend like that's the scenario. Okay, you cleaned up, you leave to go pick up the kids, you come back. When the kids come home, guess what the instruction is? Okay, guys, I've put some stuff on the stairs. Let's all grab something and take it upstairs so that we can get the stuff off the stairs. Just sit it in the room where it belongs. If it belongs to you and it goes in your room, you need to put it where it belongs in your room. So it's either sit it in the door or the room that it belongs in, unless it belongs to you, then the rule is put it where it belongs, right? So now it's not just you dealing with it. Now your, your family is helping you accomplish the goal that you set out in step two of that compound process. So now that you have got the stuff upstairs, now the focus is, let's say that you're in your secondary block of time and you're like, okay, now the stuff is upstairs. Now I can put this stuff where it belongs up here, right? So now you've accomplished this, the third step. If that third step happens the next day, it happens the next day. The point is, is you've gotten it to a point of completion. You have, you have checked something off the list um, and you feel a little more accomplished than trying to accomplish these compound processes that the, the average or best person who is used to organizing that can get things done really quickly couldn't do in a day, right? Or couldn't do in a set allotted amount of time that you had set for yourself. All right. So what I'm seeing, and we talked about this before with the, with the um, work breakdown structure episode is you guys are creating havoc for your lives because you're trying to cram too much into too little time. And it's important for you to acknowledge that and begin to break things down. And so before we were talking about projects and accomplishing goals in a project, but that in, to, in turn is about the process. So when you are defining a process, right, a project is, a, is something that ends. It's you are trying to accomplish a particular goal that you've set out to do. A process is repeatable. So you're saying every time I clean the living room, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to first clean the living room, whatever doesn't belong here. I'm going to place them in the rooms they belong. Then I'm going to shift to the, you know, then I'm going to, if it's sitting on the stairs, I'm going to take it upstairs. Let's say downstairs, you place the items in the rooms they belong, but you didn't put them away. Now you're going to go to each of those rooms and you're going to put it away. As you get used to this process and you get your defined systems in place within those separate rooms, you will be able to cut down the process. So for me now, you know, when I first started the cleaning of the house and defining process and getting the house set up, I had a multiple, multiple steps within my processes, right? I had multiple things I had to accomplish. Now, because we've defined processes, we've defined our systems, we've got everything in where it needs to be. Um, I can go and let's say something's in the living room. I can take it to the bathroom downstairs and put it where it belongs without having to just sit it in the room, right? Because we have systems, we have processes in those environments. But if you don't have a system or process or if the person delivering the item to that space doesn't know what the system or process is to have them just sit it in the room and you deal with it later, it's okay. You can do that. But put it on, you know, have it as a line item or a thing for you to come back to of teaching that person, assuming they're a permanent 
fixture in the house or in your business, that you then teach them what the process is, what the systems are, so that in the future, when they are supposed to take something to a specific room or place, they can put it where it belongs, right? So an example is my daughter takes her showers upstairs, she takes off her dirty clothes, she has a place where she puts her dirty clothes. When she comes down, she's supposed to bring her dirty clothes. Sometimes she does it, sometimes she doesn't. But the process is still, she is supposed to bring it down. So the rule is when you come downstairs, always bring something with you, right? Don't waste the trip. You remember me saying that last week, don't waste the trip. So if you have dirty clothes in your basket and you don't have anything else you're bringing downstairs, get the dirty clothes and bring them downstairs. If you forget, and I'm getting ready to wash clothes, the rule is I will say, go get your dirty clothes and bring them downstairs, right? So regardless, the steps are the same. The question is, are you going to do it when you're in the process of doing something else or are you going to have to stop and go do it independent, right? Um, and so when she brings it downstairs, she knows to put it in the laundry basket. Don't just throw it in the laundry room because what does that do? It messes up the laundry room put it in the basket. So when the basket is full, I know it's time to wash, right? So these are systems and processes that you put into place and they're going to start, you're going to start seeing synergy. You're going to start seeing all of the different steps that I have you taking in both the declutter club challenge in the vault, all of these steps are starting to synergize together and you can see the results and how it affects your business and your home overall as you begin to put these things in place. I just don't want you to start creating these compound processes as you're trying to put them in, um, take them one at a time so that you can accomplish more things and have more success in the process, all right? So I hope you found this helpful. As always, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Um, and, and if you're a vault member, you know how to do it. If you are not a vault member, I encourage you to become one. Um, but if not, you can reach me here on the blog. There is a way for you to reach out or you can contact me through the website. I hope you have a great day and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Organized Academy, where you learn all things organizing that will help you holistically balance your business and personal life so you can live the life you always dreamed of living. Learn more today and become a member by visiting organizedacademy.com. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. And I hope you found something that will help you in your organizing journey. If you did, consider leaving a comment or review so it will help others know the value that you received. For more information regarding this or any other episode, visit dlmorales.com. And as always, do something today to fill your happiness bucket. I'll see you next time.